Welcome back, Eagles Nation, to the Collins Hill Football Podcast. I'm your host, John Miller, with head coach Drew Swick. We are coming to you live from Grandma's Pizza, and we'd like to give a big shout-out to Wendy Herkosh, the GM who's given us an excellent venue for our podcast this week. Coach Swick, congratulations on the win, 31-17 over Brookwood. Huge win, first win of your career. How does that feel? It feels unbelievable, man. You know, all the uh, the hard work that you put in and then, you know, the execution going from Milton to uh, Brookwood and the difference that you see, you know, in the offense, defense, special teams was awesome. You know, I'm very proud of our kids, very proud of our coach staff, and uh, super proud of Coach Miller. Thank you very much for the shout-out, Coach Swick. Um, how did that shower on the field feel after it was pretty much decided? You had about a minute left in the game. The kids decided to give you a bath. How'd that feel? Felt like a weight off my shoulders, but it was a, a stress relief, and it was awesome. You know, it was uh, freezing, but uh, you always love that ice bath at the end because it lets you know that you got the job done. Absolutely, and your team definitely got the job done with that huge, dominant first-half performance. Coach, what was uh, what was the difference in that first half that, uh, that your kids were able to put up? What is it, 21 points? Yeah, 21 points. You know, we wanted to establish the run. Milton, we, you know, I talked about this on other podcasts, but, uh, you know, we wanted to – set the tone and uh versus milton we weren't able to do that we ended up dropping 14 points could have got up 14-0 on on uh the you know milton two weeks ago but we were slow and and you know, larger to the line and in the, the past two weeks been working on getting you know everything solidified getting quick to the line making sure that the offense is able to uh make their checks and all that but uh you know the offense was able to establish run which set up the pass and uh, we were able to uh, dominate on defense as well i'm gonna i'm gonna read off a couple of stats here all-purpose yards, 423, and a lot of that was on the ground. Coach, I, I, I can't remember, but when was the last time we had a rushing attack like this? Uh, not for a while. It's always been pass first, but, uh, you know, Deuce Geralds was able to set the tone and uh, take in a big 40-yard touchdown. And, uh, you know, we talked about setting the tone. He's a defense guy as well, and, uh, you know, he's able to get that done, and that put us on the board quick, and, you know, we were able to get a, a turnover as well on defense on that next possession. What do you want to talk about your offensive line? Was your offensive line able to dominate the line of scrimmage and get, and get a good push against those Brookwood D linemen? Super proud of our offensive linemen. You got Kingston Fisher, you got L, uh, Logan Arnold, you got Jaden Martin, you got Cam Daniels, and uh, you got Cottrell Webb, and they were able to uh, dominate up front. We knew we could run the ball. You know, Coach Jonathan Beverly and Coach Brian Knob have done an unbelievable job with our line this year. They've made, you know, leaps and bounds, strides in, uh, in their you know, their uh, performance, and uh, it executed, and uh, we were able to get the job done, and very, very proud of them. It always starts with the front seven. And your quarterback, T.J. Wilcox, was, I would say, consistent. He went 10 for 21, 151 yards. I don't remember a turnover on the offensive side all game. Was, was there one? Did I miss one? Did we not convert a fourth down? Or was there a pick or a fumble that we had? No, the only thing that we really had was we started the ball in the 15, and we weren't able to get that in. Ended up getting a field goal from Phil Bonacci, but – you know, T.J. Wilcox was dialed in, you know, stayed in the pocket, was able to step up instead of scrambling out, but was able to make all his throws, all his reads. You know, we moved uh, Brian Linnell to quarterback's coach, and that, is, uh, that has uh, greatly improved our quarterback room. And uh, he was able to make his reads, pre-snaps, and all that stuff, and uh, he got the job done, and very, very proud of him. He got a touchdown called back, but it was a dot. It was a really great Friday night for us to get our first one of the season. But the pass in the pass, you got 24 hours to celebrate that win. You flush it. Your guys and your staff come in 
on Sunday, start preparing for a juggernaut in Cedar Grove, a team that embarrassed us last year on our field. What's the message been to the team this year about Cedar Grove game? You know, not looking at the past, but looking forward. And, uh, you know, our guys have worked extremely hard. We've got a super, you know, athletic team this year. You know, we're a year older. And uh, can't look at the past. And you, know, you always got to go 1-0. and know. So that's what, that's what we look at is, you know, making sure we go 1-0 and know every week and focus on that opponent. And Cedar Grove is a, a really good opponent. And they're very athletic and very freaky. But, you know, uh, we, got, we got our mission, we got our task, and that's what we're focused on is that. Excellent, Coach. That's exciting. So if you're interested in coming to the game, we are going to be at, I believe it's uh, Buck Godfrey Stadium in Ellenwood, Georgia. We're going to be getting there pretty early. Um, what's your message to the fans? Uh, we want them to come out, show out, you know, back this team and uh, make sure that you show up proud and loud and make sure that you, uh, you know, get there early because parking's a little kind of, you know, a little shaky. But make sure that you get there early so you can get there and get your seat and uh, see a great game Friday. Well, we're really excited for that. We're going to start bringing up a, a few of our players of the game. The first guy is a guy who ripped off a 40-yard run, who rumbling, bumbling, stumbling down the sidelines. I didn't know a kid this big could move that fast. He also had, I think, probably a half dozen tackles, a sack, a bunch of TFLs, and a really sweet pair of Ohio State gloves on. Mr. Deuce Geralds, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, big guy? I'm doing good. How are you doing, coach? I'm doing great. Listen, I want to ask you a few questions. The play that was designed for you was pretty much just a right-off tackle, right? Yes, sir. This was supposed You're supposed to get one to two yards, right? It was fourth down <laughs> yeah. play. We're on the 40-yard line. And you decided to do probably one of the most athletic things I've seen a 240-pound man do. You jump cut. You <laughs> jump cut to the outside, and you house this thing in front of Brookwood and basically shut them up. How did that feel? I mean, it was just great to do that on the first drive of the game for our offense to just, like, build off um, – for the rest of the offense to build off that energy for the rest of the game and just set the tone and shut Brookwood up uh, early. Speaking of setting the tone, when you set the tone on the defensive side of the ball, what's your message to that front seven that I mean, you 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 are the leader on the defensive line. Yes, sir. Let's be real honest about that. You're the guy that sets the tone. What's the message to those big guys up front that are going to be eating up those offensive linemen? I mean, I just want to let them know that we coming and we coming all night, and it's not just going to just come from me. It's going to come from the guys next to me, and like that's how it just go all the. T that's how it's going to be every game. Love it. You definitely bring that energy to the field on both sides of the ball and we can definitely feel that when you're on the field we know something special is going to happen when Deuce Gerald gets a handoff there's a potential you might house this one yes sir are you going to house another one during yes, this sir, game of course okay and a lot a lot more games to come all right I love it Deuce thanks for your time Deuce next up is going to be our defensive player of the game Mr. Javion Hatch Mr. Hatch come on down Javion is not a stranger to this podcast. He was on a couple times last uh, last year, I think, as defensive player of the game. You're, you're you're becoming a staple on the defensive side of the ball. Congratulations to you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, I think the most exciting play of the Brookwood game. They're running uh, what looks like they're they're leaking a tight end out of the backfield. Running back. A running back out of the backfield. Yeah. The ball's thrown pretty accurately. But wait, 
number number thirty three, right? <laughs> number yes, thirty three undercuts it. Yes, sir. I've seen you do it in practice all week long. You pick the ball off and you house it. Yes, sir. What's going through your mind when that ball is coming at you and you know you have to catch this? All right, so look, that's my first pick ever, like pick six. So when I jumped it and the ball got in my hands, I was like, oh, go, go, go. <laughs> you know, get into the touchdown. But, yeah, I was too hyped. Like that was my first pick six ever, so I was too happy. Well, that was absolutely like one of the, the more electric plays because that really shut Brookwood up. They, they, they didn't really have momentum at that point. Yes, they sir. were trying to fight out of the hole that they had kind of dug themselves. And then you just grabbed that thing, took it to the house, and I could just see the joy on your face. But yes, more sir. importantly was the joy that your teammates had for you. Oh. You're, you're a middle linebacker. Yes, sir. You're leader of the defense. Right. What does it mean when your teammates celebrate with you after you do something great? I mean, I love it. I mean, they're family. So, like, when they happy, I'm happy. We all happy. So that really, like, made it even better, the pick six. So I loved it. Now, we got a big-time opponent. Yes, sir. Cedar Grove. This is a big one. These guys are juggernauts. They're big. They're fast. They're, they're extremely talented. What's your message to the defense this entire week? And what's your message to Eagle Nation? Basically, 11 – Helmets to the ball. We need everybody to the ball. Like, we can't mess around or anything. Like, we got to be locked in this whole time. You know, we had our up and downs, but we always got to be locked in. And for Eagle Nation, we got something coming for y'all, honestly. Love it. Mr. Hatch. Yes, sir. 33, <laughs> middle linebacker, junior. It's a pleasure speaking with you, and it's more of a pleasure to watch you uh, do your thing on, yes, there, sir. on the Thank field. You. Thanks for your time. Yes. Up next, our offensive player of the game, uh, a new a new face to the podcast. I don't think I don't think this guy was on at all last year, but here he is, Mr. Cam Jones. Cam Jones, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about you? Awesome. There was a little bit of a bet that was made uh, before the uh, Milton game, I believe. You made it with one of your athletic trainers. Is that correct? Yes, sir. What was that bet? The bet was if I get in the end zone, I get a free spat for one game. Well, Mr. Cam, you had a dagger in the fourth quarter that put Brookwood just too far back for them to make a comeback with about three minutes left in the game. It was an off-tackle play. You cut it to the left-hand side and broke, I think, one or two tackles on your way to the end zone. It was two. It was two tackles? Yes, sir. What's going through your mind when you've got an opportunity to score and you see people in front of you? I mean, like, it's, the opportunity is, like, it's great. Like, it was a close game, fourth quarter. We were kind of struggling second half. But me having the opportunity, I'm like, okay, I got to put the game away. It's a one-time opportunity. So I took the opportunity and iced the game, and that was it. Now, you can't do your job without the big boys up front. Oh, no, I cannot. What are we getting for the big guys for Christmas this year? Hey, whatever they want. We can, we can go out to eat. We can have a slumber party, PJ. Hey, I don't know. Whatever they want, we can we can make that happen. Well, Cam, you are definitely a joy to watch there on the field. Not only are you breaking tackles, but you are running by people. You got a little bit of speed to you, man. Yes, sir. Where'd that come from? Hey, it's natural talent. Since I was six years old, I just always been fast. That's always been my special ability. Since I was a little kid, I've always been fast. Well, Cam. We want to congratulate you on your touchdown. Congratulations more on the great team win. Yes, sir. Congratulations to you. It was an absolute pleasure watching you go out there and do your thing, get in the end zone, have a little bit of celebration. Yes, sir. Not too much of a celebration, though. We don't want no. those 15-yard penalties, do we? Oh, no, sir. 
All right, Mr. Cam Jones, thank you for your time. Up next, thank special you. team player of the game, the kicker himself, Mr. Philip Bonacci. Philip, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today, young man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. Philip, you kicked a field goal. We're perfect on PATs. Did a good job on kickoffs. And, and you made a tackle. I think it was a touchdown-saving tackle, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was It was a good game for me and just got to keep up the consistency. And that's really the key in the special teams game is about being consistent. Yeah. What do you do every day to try and maintain your consistency? Just repetitions in practice and making sure I'm taking practice serious because if I don't and I slip up, it just throws off the whole rhythm of everything. So as a specialist, you are called on literally what? Between five to ten times a game, right? Yeah. How do you stay engaged? And like, what's your mentality when you're trying to, you know, you're sitting there minding your own business. We're on a drive, then all of a sudden it comes third down, third and long. We're inside the forty yard line. What do you go through? What 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 do you kind of do to get yourself ready to get out there and kick potentially a game winning field goal? Yeah. Um I really just have to stay locked in throughout the game and can't just be playing around on the sidelines. And really when it gets inside of 40, I just start warming up and kicking and make sure my legs are warm and stretched out. Love it. Not only is he uh, our uh, special teams player of the game, he's also a contributor to the J- to our varsity soccer program this year, right? Yes, sir. We're making varsity. You're kind of you're kind of following in the footsteps. You're the last Bonacci to come through here. You've had a very successful you know, older sister and older brother who's come through here. You know, what does that kind of lineage mean to you uh, as kind of like the youngest Bonacci? Well, you know, best comes last, so I just gotta, I just gotta show him. Love and the confidence, Philip. We want to thank you for your time on the podcast. We look forward to speaking with you in the future. Up next, our lineman of the game, the big guy, Kingston Fitzhugh. Kingston, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So let me read. Let me read this. Let me read this stat off to you. During the game, you had a 95 percent overall grade with two pancake blocks. You guys rushed for over 200 yards on the game. You gashed Brookwood pretty yeah. much all game long. Got a little stale there in the third <laughs> quarter. How were you guys and how were you able to establish the run so well in this game? The way we it's just. Tempo, tempo. We just we knew we gotta beat them. They knew we knew they were gonna come hard at us. They knew they're gonna give us our all, and we gave way better. And that was even our best. When I feel like, are you saying that there's a little bit of room for improvement here? A lot of improvement we can do. Better blocks, better blocks off double teams. I can uh, do better on my pulls. As a whole, we can do a whole lot better. You also had two pancake blocks. Mm-hmm. That's putting somebody on their back and basically physically dominating him. Yes, sir. Is that a goal for you every single play to try and physically dominate the man in front of you? Yes, yes, sir. It's just, just beat the man. That's all you got to do, just beat the man in front of you. What does it feel like when you put another, and let's be real honest, down here in the South, they're a bunch of grown men we're playing against. They're big guys. Mm-hmm. What does it feel like when you put a grown man, maybe a senior, because you're a sophomore. Yes, sir. You put that man on his back and you're laying on top of him. How does that feel? I feel great. Just I dominated him. I knew that I was going to keep coming to him every single play, every single game. You know, just dominating the person in front of me. What's the message this week 
as we go up against a really good opponent in Cedar Grove. Tempo is the main thing because once we shoot fast, once we if we tempo off the ball first play, we get to moving. We scored like how we did last week at Brookwood. We'll be fine. We just gas them, gas them, gas them throughout the whole entire thing. Love it, Kingston. Go ahead and get out there, get some pizza into you. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Once again, lineman of the game, Kingston fits you. Thank you. Our scout team player of the week. This is a new guy to Collins Hill High School, Mr. A.J. Bush. A.J., welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, young man? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing great, A.J. Thank welcome to joining the podcast. So scout team player of the week is maybe a guy – who's developing right now, right? Yes, he's, he's He's got talent. Mm -hmm. He's a guy that gets out there during practice three days a week and gives it his absolute all. How important to you is it to give the defense a great look every single day in practice? Uh, to me, it's very important. It's like they can get a look of how it's going to be on, on Friday nights. and I think it's very important for them to You're also playing quarterback at Collins Hill High School. Yes, sir. Uh, where did you come from? Where did, what was the offense that they ran, and how, how does the offense translate that you ran previously to this year? Uh, I came from Buford High School, and like typically there, we would probably like be like a running a running style type of team, and then and then here, you know, we're a spread offense, and, and we run, and we like to throw the ball a lot, so it's different. Are you enjoying yourself in the new offense with under offensive coordinator Boo Mitchell? Yes, sir. Yeah, love sure. it, love it. So AJ. Um, on Friday night, how much do you feel that your contribution to the team every single day on that scout team, when you're running scout team, when you're, when you're the field general for the other team essentially playing mm -hmm. against our defense, how much responsibility do you take to make sure that you're running the play like the other quarterback does? Do you, do you watch the other team's film and trying to see, like, okay, I'm going to pick this guy. I'm going to do this. This guy does this thing this way. Do, do you yeah. do that? Yes, sir. Like, it's like this week, uh, the, the team we're playing against Earl Grove, uh, their, uh, their quarterback is very good, and he likes to run the ball a lot. And then this week, you know, um, after after running the ball, I, I like I'm fast, read options, and like read like read the end stuff like that. Love it, AJ. We want to thank you for your contribution to thank the team. You. Part of that win was definitely because you gave them such a great look all week long. He's also got a game tomorrow against the Norcross JV team where he will be. Victorious, right? Yes, yes sir. You are gonna get that win tomorrow? Yes, sir. Take it back, bring it back to the hill, right? Because you guys yes, are away, sir. aren't you? Yes, sir. Well, we look forward to to, to, to hearing about your success yeah. tomorrow. Scout team player of the week, AJ Bush. Thank AJ, you. thanks for your time. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Next up, the Hair on Fire Award, Elijah Patillo. Elijah, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, young man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So, Elijah. Hair on fire means the guy that is just playing his absolute face off, running around the field. Doesn't matter if he's got the ball in his hands or not. He's doing absolutely everything he can to get his team a win. You get this reward, game two of the season. What does that mean to you? Um, honestly, bro, it, it's it's just it's just a blessing because last year I wasn't really able to play, so I'm I'm just glad to be out here with my brothers and be able to be a part of this team and do everything I can to get a win. Absolutely love it. You had. A pretty dang good day. You averaged 31 yards a catch. You got two catches, yeah. 63 yards. That's pretty. That's pretty impressive. You are the deep threat on this team. Yes, sir. Absolutely, deep yes, threat. Sir. You're the guy that's got the speed that's going to blow the top off. Yes, sir. Trust me with the ball, and I can show you what I can do. 
I love the confidence, young man. What's uh, We're going into Cedar Grove, extremely talented team. What's your mentality going into Friday night? Um, honestly, I treat every game the same. You know, just got to play ball. But going on this game, I want to I wanna focus on me and my QB getting down chemistry and timing down, and Cedar Grove won't be able to mess with us. That's a great message. Um, more importantly, what's your message to Eagle Nation? Uh, Eagle Nation, just know that this was that first win wasn't just um, the one and only win. We we coming to win state. This is this our statement year. I love the confidence, Elijah. Want to welcome you to the podcast. We look forward to hearing from you in the future. You got a thousand megawatt smile, man. I can't wait Thanks. to see that on Friday night. Well, hopefully in the end zone, a little bit of a dance. A little bit of a shimmy dance. What you got? Nah, I don't dance. I'm used to being in the end zone. I love the confidence, and I love that type of professional mentality. Elijah, I want to thank you for your time. The Hair on Fire Award, Elijah Patillo. Up next, we got the wood to two different guys. Jaden Martin and Cam Bass. Jaden and Cam, welcome to the podcast. Now, this was for a hit on the more mobile quarterback uh, for Brookwood, number four, right? Yes, sir. You guys, uh, you guys, you guys got him pretty good. I don't think he came back into the game after you guys, uh, you guys put a hit on him. He sure did not. So, talk to me about that play, and talk to me about what your mentality is on the defensive side of the ball when you have the opportunity to take a shot at a quarterback. Well, basically, we drew that play up at halftime. Uh, we basically designed that play for what happened during the play. Basically, we was all in man. Jaden had wrapped him up, spun him around, and I had came in. I was taught ever since I grew up, I was taught if a quarterback rolls out of the pocket, you have to get a kill shot on him just to take him out of the game because the quarterback is the most valuable player on the field. I seen my chance, and I took my chance, and it ended up well for the defense. So it was really Jaden Martin who kind of set it up for you with, with his effort. Jaden, quick question to you. What was the play call? What's what's your mentality going into a tackle like that? So basically, like like I said, we kind of set it up. What Cam said, we kind of set it up in the locker room. Uh, it was like one of the plays where I just like went inside. And that was like a perfect play because the QB immediately like drawed it or like went for the draw. So I was able to go into, into the gap and uh, blow him up. An absolutely huge play uh, that really did kind of set the tone. That was the second half play, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Kind half. of deflated Brookwood. They had to go to their more passing-oriented quarterback, and we're pretty good at rush, rushing the passer over here. So that that was definitely a play. Unfortunately, that, that, that young man did get hurt. We wish him the absolute best. We want him a, a quick and speedy recovery. But the wood, the wood to two different players. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever had this before. To Mr. Jaden Martin, a defensive end outside linebacker, yes, who also plays offensive tackle for us, and Cam Bass, our star, star linebacker, who is more of the cover corner, but can more of a cover linebacker, but can definitely bring it on uh, on blitzes and stuff. What's your message to Eagle Nation as we go up against uh, a juggernaut in Cedar Grove? Well, Cedar Grove is a great team. We know that they're not going to come in and lay down. They're not going to hand out anything. So we just got to go in this game prepared. Get 1% better every day and take everything they give us because we know they're not going to lay down for anybody. We know how they're coming. We just got to come prepared and do what we was taught by all the coaches. Awesome. want to thank Jaden Martin and Cam Bass for their time. The the wood, the, the, I guess is the, 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 the dual wood award. Is this what we're going to call it th- <laughs> yes, this sir. week? Yes, sir. Well, we look forward to watching you guys play up on Friday night uh, up in Ellenwood as we take on Cedar Grove High School.
Don't forget, Eagle Nation game's going to start at 7.30 p.m. at Buck Godfrey Stadium in Ellenwood, Georgia. Thank you for the time, and don't forget, it's a great day to be an Eagle.